Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Wednesday, January the 24th, 2024. It is currently 2.17 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, it was right here in Abilene, Texas, that many, many, many years ago, okay, it feels like four lifetimes ago, but a teenager by the name of, well, my name, me, as a teenager, drove into Abilene, Texas, and not too far from here. In fact, I could get to the building. If I got in my car right now, I could get to the building and probably five to seven minutes, probably about five to seven minutes from where I'm broadcasting. If I got in my car right now, I could be there in about five to seven minutes. I could pull up in the parking lot. That was the building that I pulled into, the parking lot I pulled into as a teenager many, 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 many years ago, parked the car, walked into the building to take my driver's test. Now, I don't know if you remember your driver's test, do you? You had the like written part, right? Kind of a, if I remember mine, it was like a, a screen, right? It was like a, a screen. You stood, right? It had like a, like a, a monitor, a screen that you could look at. And then it gave you these questions, right? Some of them had like pictures or images. And then there were multiple choice, right? There was kind of like, that's, that's the written exam. I don't know if yours was like that, but that's how mine was. You stood, you didn't sit. And then you just, press the button for A, B, C, or D, right? And then they, the screen showed you the question, right? And then you walked over and they gave you your results. Now, I passed my quote-unquote written exam, that with flying colors, no problem. Boom. Then I got to my driving portion and it did not go very well. Look, Everything went great in the driving portion until I got to parallel parking. Why they do parallel parking here in the middle of nowhere, Texas, I will never understand that, right? Why? Why are you doing parallel parking? I live literally in the middle of nowhere, Texas. There is not, there is, there has never been, nor will there ever be a situation where parallel parking would be anything I would even have to attempt to do. What, am I going to try to parallel park between two cows? Like there is no, I will just get out and move the cows. There's no reason for me to parallel park. So I, 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 I you know, pulled up, I backed in, I, I got in pretty good. Like I, I, I think it was pretty good. It was pretty okay. And he's like, okay, you can drive out now. And I just boom, drove right over the little, I don't know, whatever you call that little thing that was, you're, you're supposed to park in between the two things, a little cone or whatever it was. I just, boom, just ran right over it. And well, I, they said I failed the test. I'm like, I, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about, oh, I need to pull back out of it. I just, boom, boom, right over it and just like, okay, I'm good to go. And I failed my driver's test. It was quite embarrassing. 
uh, because you don't want anyone to know you failed your driver's test. So then you kind of like, well, I thought you were doing your driver's test today. Well, you know, uh, you know, there was a meteorite and then we got attacked by aliens and then Godzilla showed up and then, you know, and then, oh, there was ghost and I, I, you know, then there were terrorist attack and then I, I, you just start, and then there were witches surrounding the place and I didn't want to die. Like you just start making up, you know, random reasons why you didn't take the test, but I failed it. But I do remember this. I do remember that written part, right? And when I say written part, that, that's kind of what it's called, the written exam. But it was, again, everything was on a screen and, and it shows. And they, they, they showed me multiple. I don't remember every single one, but they showed me multiple, well, we'll call them road signs or traffic signs. And then they would say, this sign indicates A, B, C, D. I think there was maybe, I don't remember all the different signs. There were a couple. I'm like, wait, I don't know if that sign even exists. Where? And of course it was, you know, supposedly in the, you know, the, the book, you know, but I, I, I don't think I missed, I don't think I missed any on the written exam. I don't think I missed any, but I remember those road signs and I have not thought about road signs. I've not thought about driver's test. I've not ta- thought about any of that until, well, earlier today when I saw a news article. And that news article had this for a headline. Very simple. This was published today, Wednesday, January the 24th. It was published at 9.06 a.m. Central Time. Are you ready? Here we go. Driver removes closed road sign and crashes into hole. Driver removes closed road sign and crashes into hole. And then there is a photograph of this car that has driven directly into this hole. I guess the road had collapsed. So they clearly put up a closed road sign. The person moved the road sign and then took off driving and then boom. And the car is just, it is obliterated. It is smashed into pieces. It's upside down. It is just, the car is destroyed. But someone was driving, saw the closed road sign and was like, uh, nope, 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 not going with that. Move the sign. I'm going to take off and then just utterly destroyed the car. I don't know if they were injured or anything like that. I haven't, I didn't even, I haven't even read most of the story. I just happened to be scrolling through something and saw this. And immediately I started thinking about my driver's exam. Not the driving portion, right? The parallel parking, but I mean, it, it all came flat, you know, flooding back in at the same time. But I thought about standing there, that little booth thing, looking at the screen and being shown these road signs. I'm like, okay, that road sign means this. That road sign means this. That road sign means this. And I think for the most part, I love those questions. I'm like, okay, these are these are these are much better than some of the other questions that they ask. Like if if you if three people show up at a four-way stop, who ha- goes who gets to go first or whatever some weird question like that. I'm like, I get to go first. Said, okay, right, but that wasn't an option. Right, but you get the idea. <laughs> you get the idea. I saw road sign Now, sometimes my brain takes anything and everything I see, and it just immediately becomes like a spiritual, theological illustration. Sometimes my brain is not thinking so much in that direction, but I could not help, at least for this, to immediately think about my Christian life. 
Now, in my normal life, whenever you're driving a vehicle, you're confronted with all kinds of road signs, right? Now, the one that drives me, the, the one, in fact, not far from my house, right? In fact, okay, it, there is, I'll try to explain. If, so if I get in my car, pull out of the driveway, I go down the residential area, the housing development here, get to the stop sign. Okay, we know what that means. Stop, right? Then if I take a left, right? Take a left. Then I'm going to come to a traffic light. Once I get through the traffic light, then I'll come under the underpass. There's another traffic light. I'll get in the turning lane to turn left. If the light is green or gives me the protected arrow, I'll turn left and I'm on an access road. If I go all the way down on the access road, now there's going to be an entrance ramp to get onto the freeway, but if I stay on the access road for about, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes, I'm going to get to a traffic light, right? And I can either go left and if I turn there, I go back under an underpass. And then right there, there's a convenience store with a Burger King. Well, no, that burned completely to the ground. There's nothing there right now. But on the right, there is a, a Hendrick Hospital South, right? So it's, and my doctor's office is all right there. Now, right before I get to that traffic light, there's this little area where I can do kind of just like, it's almost like a, it goes underneath the underpass and just flips around and gets on the access road on the other side. It's like, boom. Like you just go flying around and then there you are. Now, if I get on that access road on the other side, that access road has, you're on the access road and there's an exit ramp coming off the freeway, right? Now, they've now fixed it a little bit where it's not not as many traffic accidents would occur. But in the past, you're on that access road, you have a yield sign and you're supposed to yield for the people coming off the freeway who are doing like 70, 75 miles an hour. You're supposed to yield, but nobody would ever yield, right? And so there was all these traffic accidents. Now, the people coming off the freeway, there's like, hey, stay in this lane. And the people... On the access road, you stay in this other lane and, and the two should never, you know, ever meet. You should be okay, at least in theory. And be, but the fact is before people would not heed the yield sign. They would just ignore the yield sign. They would just go flying through that. You are coming off the freeway and, and next thing you know, you're like, what is happening? And this person would almost hit you or you would almost hit them. Happened to me so many times. It would get so frustrating. It would be like, why are these people not yielding? They're supposed to yield. But people would not heed the yield sign. So I I started thinking about, well, road signs. Because in life, as you drive your car, you, you're confronted with all kinds. Yield signs. I, I mean, uh, do not enter signs one way. Um, all the I mean, you just think of all the road signs. There are so many road signs. And that, that, that those are, whether we pay any attention to them or not, they're, they're just around, they're all around us. They're everywhere, right? They, 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 they're impacting us even if we're not really paying attention to them. Even if we're ignoring the sign, we are hopefully at least abiding by <laughs> the basic principle or the basic rule or the basic law that the, the sign is telling you. If it tells you do not enter, hopefully you don't enter. If it tells you one way, hopefully you know, okay, maybe I, I need to only go one way, right? Whatever the case may be. Hopefully you pay, you're, you're paying attention to them to some level, even if it's at a, almost a subconscious level, right? You may not be consciously driving around going, Oh wait, what's that sign say? 
What does that sign say? What is that? You may be kind of just, but they're there and they're impacting you. So when I saw this article about someone pulling up, seeing a road, road close sign, moving the road close sign, taking off driving, and then boom, boom, falling into this hole and destroying the car, I, I, there was a part of me like, what an idiot. Like, you, they got what they deserve. How stupid of them. The sign literally said road cl- closed and you just moved the sign and drove anyway. Like, you're an idiot. But then I thought, well, wait a minute. In a roundabout way, as Christians, we've been given kind of our own driver's ed manual, right? It's called the Bible, right here in my hands. Here's our driver's ed manual, and it is filled with road signs. It is filled with every kind of road sign imaginable. And over and over and over, we ignore the road signs. We, we, the Bible tells us what the road sign means, but we see it. We get out of our car. We're like, Oh, it says road closed, moved it. And then we fall into a hole. Well, we, we violate the speed limit. We, we go the wrong way. We, whatever the case may be, we do the absolute opposite of said road sign. So I thought it would be interesting. I thought it would be somewhat interesting. Now, those who are creative may have far more fun with this than those who, who aren't creative. Those who aren't creative, you can just do this in the most very basic way, right? You don't need to be creative. You don't need to draw anything. Those who are creative can really, could have a, could really turn this into something interesting. But I thought it would be fun to try to go through the Bible. And when I say, like on one hand, it would be awesome if someone wanted to really dedicate all their time to it. But to think, just to, to spend some time in the Bible, finding scriptures, and then categorizing those scriptures under spiritual road signs. Spiritual road signs. Now, we know, I don't know about where you live, but at least here in Texas. In fact, again, if I get in my car and drive down this residential area, get to the stop sign, take a left. Now, when I get to that traffic light, instead of going through it, if I take a right, I get on another access road. I go down that. I go, I don't know, maybe a minute, minute and a half. I'm going to get to a stop sign. I take a quick left and an immediate right, and I'm on that freeway. And then that freeway takes me all the way to Tuscola to, to the church. It's the, the highway that takes me to the church. All right. And I know that on that high, once I get on that highway, there is, it's not very far. There's a, like an overpass and there's these huge, it's a, like a huge sign right there and it's electronic sign and it will give information like, Amber alert, uh, hey, make sure you put on your seatbelts, uh, like, I don't know, it'll tell, it'll, it'll give me something maybe about road conditions, uh, something, it, it gives me some kind of information, it gives me some kind of information. It's more there for information purposes, right? It's there to inform. So we know we have these kind of road signs slash billboards slash electronic signs to inform. We know we have those kinds of signs. 
signs. We know we have stop signs telling us to stop. We have yield signs telling us, whoa, 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 you, you slow down. Give someone else the right away. Give someone else the right away. We have uh, signs that say do not enter. We have signs that say one way. You can think of all the basic signs. In fact, uh, some of the basic signs that we would have if we just to, to, to list them out. We have stop signs. We have speed limit signs. We have yield signs. We have no parking signs, no U-turn signs, do not enter signs, one-way signs, school zone, railroad crossing sign, merge sign, pedestrian crossing sign, and construct construction zone sign. So, so those are some of the basic signs we have. Stop, speed, yield, no parking, no U-turn, do not enter, one-way, school zone, railroad crossing, merge sign, pedestrian crossing, and construction zone sign. Those are some of the signs that we have. Now that's on the road, but I think philologically the Bible is filled with those the scriptures that kind of fit our own spiritual stop signs, our own spiritual or theological speed limit signs, our own spiritual theological yield signs, our own spiritual no parking signs. So I thought it would be fun or at least a challenge, I'll put this out there, for us to go through the Bible or as you're in the Bible, trying to create your own like your own sign, your own spiritual stop sign, your own spiritual speed limit sign, right? Trying to identify the sign, all right, here's what the sign is. This is what it means spiritually, biblically, theologically. Some of them are obvious, right? So try to just, just so you, you will say spiritual stop sign. What does that mean? Spiritual speed limit sign. What does that mean? Right. So first identify. Now, if you want to draw out the sign, draw out the sign. Great. Okay. And then you can put that symbol even next to it. You can draw the symbol next to any scripture that fits this. But in a notebook, if you want to draw it out, you can draw it out, but just define it. And then once we define it, then any scripture we find. No matter what we're doing, lectionary reading, no matter what we're doing this year, we can then place that scripture underneath that particular thing. For example, we've been working on Mark chapter three, right? So let, let's just go here. Let's go Mark chapter three. Mark chapter three. Today, we spent an hour and a half considering and thinking about this scripture. All right, here we go. Mark chapter three. Verse 24, and if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. All right. Now, uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just continue on. I was going to do something with that one, but okay. Um, and if, uh, and if Satan cannot, uh, rise up against himself, uh, and if Satan rise up against himself, he be divided, he cannot stand, but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his very, and his house. Verily I say unto you, all sins shall be forgiven unto you, the sons of men, and blasphemies wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost hath never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation. Now we could stop right there and just say blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Mark chapter three, verse 29. Mark chapter three, verse 29. Where would we put that? Well, I think you could put that as a, do you want to put it as a stop sign? Do we want to put it as a, Oh, do not enter sign. Like we, we want to get, we want to assign it a sign, 
right? A warning. That's a, definitely a warning sign. That's definitely a do not enter. Do not trespass. Do not touch. I don't know where you went. A do not touch is not necessarily a road sign. But so, like, do not enter. Do not enter. Now, some of this in Mark 3, I don't know where we would want to classify it. Not every single verse is going to fit perfectly, and we should not even attempt to do so. But I want to challenge us to try to make up our own little road sign manual and then put scripture within that as you go through 2024 as we go through this year. And I don't know how well this would work. Some of you may get into this. Some of you may think it's a foolish idea, but I think it's just another fun way to try to consider and think about the scriptures. This scripture is giving me a stop sign. This scripture is giving me warning. Maybe it's just a billboard. It's just giving us information. Maybe it's just giving us information. When we discussed, when, when Jesus talks about, hey, a kingdom divided cannot, uh, a kingdom, uh, if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. We talked about in the last message, is that, is that giving us some grand principle or is just, just a basic concept Jesus is using in his argument here? Hey, you can't accuse me of casting out demons by the power of Beelzebub because a kingdom cannot, it would be Satan against Satan. It makes no sense. Is Jesus just using a, a bit of information here to provide an argument? Or is Jesus trying to give us some grand information about unity and division? And I don't think, I, I think maybe we, we've, we've made it into more than it actually is in some cases. So some cases like this is just an information. Some cases is something much more. So I think we have to, I think we, I think it could be fun to try to do this. Now, we don't want to force scripture. We don't want to force scripture into a, a, a wrong category, but I think it's always, it, it's, we, we, it's always interesting, fun, and beneficial when we find you, you knew, when I say new, unique ways to look at scripture. You're not changing the scripture. It's just causing you to stop and look at them a little differently. So if we could have a notebook, and I don't know where all my notebooks are. Or they're down here in my book bag over here. But we could have a notebook called, you know, Spiritual Road Signs. And then as you're going through scripture, you're like, that, that's this sign. Now you got to identify what the signs are. We need, we need someone to come up with a good idea of what the signs are. But I think it could be beneficial. Like I think so many times we were so, just like with road signs, look, look, think of it this way. With road signs, after a while, you don't give them much thought. And sadly, sometimes you ignore them because you're just not even paying any attention. But if I was to take you and drop you into another country where you have never driven before, you would be paying much more attention to those road signs. All of a sudden, you would pay very, you would be, because you were like, I, I don't know exactly what I'm doing here. So I need to know exactly how these, how this works. So you would be much more alert to any sign going, do I know what that sign means? What am I supposed to do? Because, well, you're, you're driving in a brand new country and it would be all brand new to you. Well, sometimes with scripture, we're so familiar with it. We're just like, whatever, whatever. But if we stop for a minute to try to classify these as road signs, then I think what we do is it changes. It may, it may make for a moment. I mean, it's only temporarily because, you know, after a while, you'll just, we'll just kind of fall back into same old habits. But if we can stop ourselves, I think we could create a situation where 
Maybe, maybe this year the stop sign scriptures or the warning signs or the, or the, whatever the sign is that you create for a minute, maybe even for a minute, it would be like, ooh, this is, this is really good. Maybe it's just a billboard giving you information, giving you instructions. You need those scriptures. You need those, that information. Sometimes it's a, hey, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. And sometimes it's like, do not merge, do not merge. No, this is, no, 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 no. Stay in your lane. There's no, there's, do not merge with the traffic. No, say, maybe it's no U-turn is allowed here. Maybe, maybe this is no parking. This is not where you're supposed to stay. No, you need to keep moving. Maybe it's do not enter. Maybe, hey, this is one way. I think there's plenty of scriptures there. And it was so now sometimes we, you may not, you know, you may not know exactly where to put them and that's okay. Now the do not blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's clearly do not enter. That's clearly a warning sign. Right? So I think, I think we can do that. So we need to, how many, how many signs we, this, this is almost like I, I need people here in front of me to figure this out. We need to create how many, let me see, how many, let me go back to my list that I have. Here are the basic ones. We have at least 12 basic ones, right? Now, some of these we could, we could possibly, we could possibly change out. If we go with the 12 that I have, stop sign, speed limit, yield, no parking, no U-turn, do not enter, one way, school zone, Right? A railroad crossing, merge sign, pedestrian, and construction. Now, one of those we could probably remove. Falling rocks come to mind. Okay. Now, I don't see any of those. Well, there is a couple of places here in Texas. I mean, depending on which part of Texas. But I, I have been driving in other states. I think when I was up in the Tennessee area, and I would see some of these falling rocks. And you're like, what in the world? Okay. But yeah, so... Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Hey, <laughs> hey, falling rocks. All right. So, but I think one out of these 12, those are the 12, you can modify them the way you want. One of them has to be, if we're going to put scripture in these categories, has to be the kind of the billboard information sign, right? Has to be. Because sometimes it's just granting you information. All right. All right, you see someone's in the mountains. So they, so that, so they're, they're real. And other places have like, you know, ice on the road signs, whatever that is, right? Like, you know, why do you have those signs? If you, if you have to put a sign out that says ice, right? Ice on the road, that's, you know what that is. That is divine intervention telling you move. Okay. All right. All right so, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, people who stay in states where it's cold and ice and I, do, you, you've got, you've, yeah. You need help. You need an intervention. Okay. You need, you need to admit that there's something desperately wrong with you. Okay. But we need to come up with these signs. So we need at least 12. So I'm going to go, well, let's go with 10. Let's try to come up with 10. So you, I, this is your own special project, right? We're going to kind of make this maybe a Bible study exercise. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with this. But I would say, when again, when I saw in the news article, I'm like, who moves a road closed sign and goes driving through it to crash into a hole? Who does that? Now, I know here in West Texas, I know this. Used to watch this all the time. Where I lived on Russell Street here in Abilene, Texas. 
Now, it's, it's all different now. I don't know what they've done. If I go back to the neighborhood now, it's all weird. But before, right, right where our, our, our house set way back and right kind of behind the house to the side of the house, I think it was called Cat Claw Creek was the name of the creek, right? And there are, are the street in front of the house, there was a street and it had this huge dip that went down and came up. And that dip was where the, the creek literally just basically, if it rained at all, it, come, it would fill up that, that road. It would just fill it up. And they had these like little guardrail, I guess kind of call them guardrails, these little closer thing, closing little things that would come out basically telling you, hey, this, this road is closed because, hey, look, the street is flooded. Don't drive through it. Don't drive through it, right? I mean, it don't. Well, they would put those things there and people would either get out of their cars, move them or try to drive around them and they would go down and over and over and over again, people would go through it and they get either washed into the creek or the car would get flooded out. It happens all the time. There's another place in Abilene. Um, I think it's Mockingbird Street. Is it Mockingbird? I think it's Mockingbird. That, and then it goes, there's, it goes way under this underpass, way down, and it comes up going from the north side of town to the south side of town. Well, whenever it rains at all, right, that, that thing floods and over and over, if you listen to the police scanner, high water rescue, high water rescue, because people, even though you know, don't go under there. It would, even if they put roads, uh, road clothes signs, people will go around it and then they're in there and then they're screaming and panicking, someone save me. Like what? You did not heed the road sign, right? So people do that all the time. Well, spiritually, we do the same thing. So we need to at least identify this scripture clearly. Hey, this is a, a, a whatever sign you want to put it under. This is, hey, I'm trying to make a U-turn and this is telling me no U-turn. This is telling me do not enter. And I went right through it. And sometimes we don't pay any attention. Look, for me, growing up in Buffalo Gap. So Buffalo Gap is about seven miles, six miles, six miles or seven miles to Tuscola, right? So you have Buffalo Gap, Texas, then Tuscola, Texas. Now, Tuscola is where the high school was. I lived in Buffalo Gap. But the road between Buffalo Gap and Tuscola, you can get there two ways. You could take you can take the more paved road, right? It's really curvy. There's these lots of these huge dips that were again for water, right? And that's 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 a fun road to travel. Of course, as teenagers, we would basically see how fast we could get from Buffalo Gap to Tuscola, traveling at ridiculous rates of speed. But then there was the back way, the back way that at that time it was just a dirt road. And it was awesome because it's this dirt road. And then you came over this huge bridge, but this bridge was only, only big enough for one car. You could only fit one car on. If two cars came up, someone was going to have to back away because you could not get two cars over it. It was only one lane bridge, but that bridge was, it was way high up and it went, uh, and the, uh, train tracks went under it. So what we used to do, this is how brilliant we were. We would sit in our car in Buffalo Gap, Texas, watching the, the train tracks, right? So you'd sit there and then here comes the train. And as soon as you saw the train, you would throw that thing into first, spin the tires, hit that dirt road because that dirt road went right next to the train tracks, right next to it. 
And we would race the train from Buffalo Gap to Tuscola. I mean, crazy speeds. Now, when you get up over that bridge, once you got on top of that bridge, you could see if the train was ahead of you or if you were right even with it. You could tell. Then, boom, you went over the off the bridge. You took off towards Tuscola. And then it was a mad dash from that point on. Now, what you tried to do is once you got close to Tuscola, before you, you didn't go into the town, you stayed to the side because there was a road that then came that was would come right to another train crossing. Now your job, your, the goal was to get to that train crossing and cross it before the train got there. And you've been, you've been racing it for about six miles. Well, we raced it and over and over and over, just barely get over, just barely get over, just barely, barely. I mean, it was always so close. Sometimes you'd have to slam on your brakes because you were running behind. You didn't make it. Well, this one night we were moving and I, and I could see the train and we're like, I'm like, go, go, go. We got, I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know if we're going to make it. We should stop. We should stop. We got up over the train and the train clipped the back of the car. Foom, 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 foom. The car went spinning, crashed into a tree. The car's destroyed. People had broken arms, broken legs. So luckily we didn't die, but we did not heed the sign of a train crossing. We did not. We, we, we saw that as an advertisement for, Hey, you live in the middle of nowhere, Texas, and it's 2 a.m. Well, you know, we've got something fun for you to do. Let's call racing trains. It's fun for the whole family. Hop in now. Like we didn't see it as a warning sign. Sometimes we don't heed the warning signs very well. So we don't in our everyday lives, right? We don't in our everyday lives and we don't sometimes spiritually. I don't know which I'm worse at, the spiritual road signs or the normal road signs. I don't know. I don't know which ones I'm worse at. I don't know. You, you've got, you can tell me your stories. I don't know. I guarantee you, you've probably got how you ignored signs in real life and how you ignore them spiritually. I, it's, it's a toss up for which one I'm worse at, but I think it could be advantageous for us to work on this. Our own notebook, spiritual road signs, and then just whatever you're doing this year, whether you're doing the uh, Sermons 2.0 app challenge and you hear a sermon on a passage of scripture, you can go where the scripture that he covered, okay, that fits that road sign, that fits that road sign, that fits that road sign. If it's the lectionary readings, that fits here, that fits here. In fact, for, t- for example, today, let me look at the lectionary for today. Uh, the lectionary readings for today are uh, first or Second Samuel chapter seven, fourteen through seventeen. Second Samuel chapter seven, fourteen through seventeen, uh, and then Mark chapter four, verses one through twenty. Mark chapter four, verses one through twenty. Now you could look at those and go, where did those fit in our road signs? Where do they fit in the road signs? Where, 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 where? Now we need to come up with 10 road signs. Whoever comes up with 10 road signs first, let me know. So we need the road sign and we need a simple explanation of what, what it is, right? So what would be, for example, what would be a spiritual stop sign? Well, this is a passage telling you stop. Do not do this. Do, like, just stop. It's, this is, don't. Right? Stop where you're going. You cannot go that any direction. I don't know how we would want to classify that one. Speed limit. This would tell you maybe slow down or move forward or like it's, it's somehow offering a regulation in what you're doing. I don't know how we would want to describe that. A yield sign. This is where it tells you, no, 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 no. You yield, 
your will to God's will. This is a yield sign telling you to yield. You put someone else before you, you put God before you. We can, I think the yield one may be the easiest one for me to figure out. That, that's the, that's an easy one for me to figure out, right? Yield, yield, right? That one makes sense. No parking. Don't know exactly what I want to do with that one yet. No U-turn, all right? Think, I think I could figure that one out. Do not enter. Like, for example, now could one thing, do not blaspheme the Holy Spirit. That's a stop sign. It's also a do not enter, right? Could one thing fit multiple signs? One way, school zone, I don't really know exactly what to do with that. The railroad crossing, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what I would do with that one. Merge sign, I don't know. Pedestrian crossing, I don't, crossing, I don't know. And construction, I don't know. But I think we can turn these into 10 signs. And, and some of you may have a better idea than I have because I haven't mapped this all out in my head. But it just made me think today, for crying out, there's an entire national news story about some car that's like, hey, that says road closed. I'm going to move it. And, I'm, and, and then they're on national news because the car is destroyed. Like, come on. Come on. Who does that? Well, yeah, I mean, I know. I could, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, social media didn't exist and I lived in the middle of nowhere, Texas, because everybody's like, idiots got hit by a train. Morons, next. You know, like, you know, like nobody cared, you know, back then. And today it'd be all over the national news. It would be on TikTok. You know, it'd be, we would have probably been filming it for TikTok. So it would have probably went viral. I probably could have become famous. Okay. Why didn't I live? No, well, why? Why? Why didn't we have TikTok back then? Okay. But the point is, seriously speaking, just as we take those road signs almost for granted, we do that with Scripture. And we got to get a way to get back to understanding these Scriptures are telling us something. They're not just there for like, you know, oh, well, I read my Bible today. It's, it's giving you, hey, stop, stop, stop. Slow down. Speed up. Don't merge. Yield. Do not enter. That's a train coming. Slow down, okay? Now, I don't know if this will work. I don't even know if how many people I can get to participate. I don't even know how well I will do on it. But I think it's something I want to work on. So I'm going to try it. Now, I know others have done similar things to this. I know. I think there's been books written with other people have attempted this. So it's not like I've, I'm creating anything new here. You can see the Christian life, it's a journey. It's a, it's a path. So I think we can do something with it. So if you want to participate, let me know. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. If you come up with our 10, I want to see what you come up with. Because you may, you may word them in a way that's far better than I, I can come up with. But I think, it, I, can, I think it's a fun way that on all this, all the scripture that we're going to be in contact with in 2024, right? With the Sermons 2.0 app challenge and the lectionary reading, that's a lot of scripture every day. Well, then we can break it down into very specific categories. But we got to have the billboard, the information sign. We have to have the information sign. We have to have the information sign, right? Because some passages are just giving us information, right? At least I think so. 
there you have it. So I want you to think about creating this whole concept or at least fleshing this concept out. But most importantly today, I want you to think of four passages of scripture that served as a spiritual road closed sign. And I want you to think about how you got out of your car, you moved the road closed sign, you took off driving, and you found yourself at the bottom of a giant hole in the earth. That is very specific, not so theoretical, and we've all been there. All right, thanks for listening. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. All right, thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. And hey, pay attention to the spiritual road signs. They're there for a reason.